Good morning. This morning, um, I'm just reflecting on uh, years ago and something that happened um, during the last weeks of my grandfather's life. Um, my grandfather, and I've talked about this before, years ago, um, I talked about my grandpa, uh, my, my pap-up, a World War II veteran in, from the Navy. Um, he used to tell me all the stories that happened when they crossed the equator or when they get into the Arctic Circle. And um, he uh, told me about a story about peeling potatoes on the deck of the ship and uh, um, in all, in world, during World War II, a Japanese fighter plane flew over and he threw a potato at them. And um, I remember my pap had some tattoos that he got when he was in the Navy and um, that he always regretted. But um, I, just like... Um, all little kiddos, I just thought my pap was the bee's knees. And um, throughout all of my life, when my grandma would take us to church or um, when we would go to church with my mom um, near their house because we were staying overnight, my pap never went with us. And um, you know, he never talked about God. He never talked about the Lord. He wasn't a drinking man. Um, he wasn't a carousing, going out and uh, running around, dancing. He wasn't that guy. Um, but he was notably missing when we would go to Sunday school on Sunday mornings. And um, so this beautiful memory is from the last weeks of his life. And um, we lost my Graham quite a while before we lost my pap. And um, after she had gone to heaven, he talked with pastors and friends and uh, he wanted to know about her faith. And, and she knew she was going to heaven and how did he get there? And, you know, I was, I was much a kid when he was going through this transition time and he, he was super quiet about it. And here's what I want to say today as we go into this week. Um, somebody needs the encouragement to know that um, it only takes a word. It only takes a, a turn you know, it only takes a submission, a response to the call of Jesus to step into his kingdom, to step out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of light. And I know that because in the last weeks of my pap's life, the beautiful display of this was when he would say, where where are those verses again, Tracy? Can you get the Bible and can you read those verses to me? I didn't introduce him to these verses, but I'm so thankful for the person who did introduce him to these verses. And so when I was reading them earlier this week, um, God highlighted them. <laughs> and um, 
I know that someone needs to hear these verses. I know that someone needs to hear this story and um and it's beautiful. Um so when Jesus was on his way to be crucified we always see these pictures of three crosses on a hill and that's because they crucified him as a criminal. And they crucified two criminals with him. And um, when they came to the place called the skull, it says in Luke chapter 23, verse 33, when they came to the place called the skull, they crucified him there along with the criminals, one on his right and the other on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. It says in verse 36, they offered him wine vinegar and said, if you're the king of the Jews, save yourself. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked them. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence? We are punished justly for we're getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Picture these two men, one on either side of Jesus, arguing with each other. You know, one of them is... um you know, hassling him, hurling insults at him, just like the people around him were doing. But then there's this other criminal deserving death, deserving to be hanging there. And um, he says, are you kidding me? What are you doing? Don't you see that he is sinless? Don't you fear God? We deserve this. He does not. And then that criminal said in verse 42, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered him, truly, I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. This day, as you go into this week, you may be on death row in prison. You may be in your last moments of breathing the air on this earth. And you need to know that Jesus loves you, a criminal. He loves you. A man who's never been in church all his life, Jesus loves you. And he died for you. It is by grace that we are saved, not by works, so no one can boast. Don't look around you and think, I'm not as good as those church people, or I don't dress up as nice as as those people down the road in that church, or I don't sing as loud as those people down the road in that church, or I couldn't go to that church because they'd never let me in the door. Lightning would strike me if I go into that church. And I am telling you that Jesus loves you. 
And it's not about what church you go to. It's about who you call your Lord. Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And all that you must do is call on the name of the Lord and you will be saved. Just like this man. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered him, truly, I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. If you feel God calling on your heart today, don't harden your heart, but listen to him while he is near. And because he loves you so much, and because it's by grace that you're saved, not by works, all you have to do is ask him to forgive your sins and to be the Lord of your life to come into your heart and save you. And his answer is yes. He loves you so much. It's going to be a great day.